Welcome back to Diary of Crazy. It's your girl Brie, ready to unpack and process some stuff. Um, first, just a couple housekeeping items. Um, Mother's Day is coming up, so please just be mindful and be kind to everyone around you. Um, especially to those women who have had miscarriages or stillbirths or don't necessarily get to spend mother's day with their kiddo um it's gonna be really hard for them whether it was their choice whether xyz happened um just be mindful that mother's day is coming and some people's emotions may be out of whack um but yeah and then um secondly schedule um here i am it's sunday (laughs) so i'm still working on consistency but i'm seriously trying um and for the first week i am recording and publishing on sunday so let's keep it up (laughs) but uh i believe that's all i have so let's get to it um i totally had a complete plan to talk about something else but um today something happened while i was at the gym Um, and I thought it was a little more, a little more, sorry, of a pressing moment, and it kind of meant a lot for me to, like, actually make it to this place, so I thought it would be important to share. Um, yeah, so, um, and that topic is how healing is music. Um, so... I think we've all been there before uh, a song comes on and it just hits you differently. Like tears come, smiles, pain, anything. But like music has this way of bringing emotion out of you that not a lot of other things do. And I understand like a lot of times that's the point behind music and that's the point behind specific lyrics, especially um I'm stuck on um, uh, this artist. His name is Dex. I don't know, like, actually how famous he is, but um, I follow him on Instagram and um, on YouTube. And um, But I've been really into his recent music. Um, he wrote this song, Dear Alcohol, recently and released it. And that kind of hit me really hard. And then so I, like, dug deeper into more of his other songs. Um and I found this one, and it's called My Last Words, and, um, so today I was, uh, on the treadmill working out, and it came on, um, and so basically the premise of the song is somebody's holding you at gunpoint, and they say, you have two minutes to say whatever you want, but these are your last words, so he talks about all these things that he would want to do, like apologize to his mom and and go through all these things. And like, he's sorry for all the hurt that he's caused and all of this. And so it's a really like important song just because like the lyrics hit you and it, it kind of causes you to like think about, well, what would my last words be? Um, so I, I don't know why this kind of hit me the way it did, but um something and there's like a break in the music where it gives you a second to like compile what your last words might be and um so like walking on the treadmill I was um 
I was like listening to the song and the the spot where it pauses came on and it was like um what would yours be or or whatever and um my I had four words and they just popped out in my brain and well I think I've always known these four words they never truly um have left my mouth (laughs) and um I never, like, let myself actually acknowledge or accept that I felt these four words. So, the fact that I was listening to a song and, like, walking on the treadmill and then all of a sudden, like, I felt these words and the second after I said them, it was, like, the most peaceful moment that I've had in the longest time. And... I think it's because, like, I've just been holding so much guilt and so much, like, anger towards myself for the longest time that allowing myself to feel and say those words was, like, super important. And, um, yeah, so I was walking in, um, for a review for those of you who haven't, um, listened to my podcast before I gave a child up for adoption um six years ago seven years ago um and the situation around it was basically I was held hostage and raped and um like I ended up pregnant um and um but the reason I gave him up for adoption mainly was because, like, I didn't want to look at him his whole life and be a, and feel hatred towards him. And it wouldn't not even be his fault. It was just because of the situation of how he was conceived. Um, and I and I didn't want to put him through like the emotional tor- turmoil that like I felt like I would put him through so I decided to give him up for adoption and um the process was actually um very very amazing um it was hard in a lot of ways but also like the agency I went through made it for me probably the most it was very easy um and then um so did my my OBGYN like her office in the adoption agency made it very easy for um made it an easy process instead of like drama filled and and just more stress so I think that helped a little bit but I also still like had all of these feelings and resentment and all this and so for the longest time I would say like I'm not a mom he's not my kid um I was just a surrogate. I um, was just an incubator, which, again, is, like, how I felt for a really long time. And, I mean, to an extent, well, I was about to say, I think I was going to feel like that the rest of my life. But, honestly, like, now that I've let myself say what I said today, I don't really feel like that anymore, which... It's kind of hard for me because I'm afraid, like, it's just an in-the-moment thing and it might go back. 
Um, but now that it's, like, prevalent, I think I'll be able to work through it. Um, but yeah, so anyways, sorry, uh, tangent. But I was walking, and I just said, I love you, and then his name. And, um, again, it was the most peaceful moment I've had in a really long time. And... I suffer from really, really bad anxiety, and, like, it's been horrible this weekend, and so, like, being at the gym and getting in the tanning bed has been really important to me the last couple of days, because I've just been, like, so, like, anxious over nothing, like, seemingly nothing. I don't know what my brain is actually trying to tell me, but, um... It was so freeing and so, like, I was just happy. And I've been happy for a while. Like, I feel happy and I'm very content and thankful for the way my life is going right now. But that moment was honestly super important for me. And the fact that he'll be... What is what year is it? It's twenty twenty two. Um, seven. He'll be seven this year, and like it took me seven years to be able to say I love you. And like I don't know if I'll ever be able to see him face to face or or say something to his face without feeling those feelings. But the fact that I can say it out loud to myself is very important it's a really cool step because I genuinely did not think I would ever get there and I just think it's really cool because I was just listening to a song um about like somebody else's trauma and somebody else's things and something in my brain just clicked and one of the biggest guilt trips I had for a really long time is resolved and I feel so free <laughs> um and I think honestly that was something I really needed because while I'm happy and while I love my life there's again it's it's not perfect and I think when you suffer from anxiety and PTSD and um, just like trauma in general like you can be happy and you can have this stuff but there's always like these these little things that get you and still like hold the the highest power over you and I think by me listening to that song and me being able to say that it was really important for me to take my power back um so yeah um, <laughs> sorry, um, it's a crying day, apparently, um, but that's actually super important, so, <laughs> crying is really good for you, um, that's another episode, though, but, yeah, so, and I've always had, like, this connection to music has always been very, very important to me, and, like, I turned this song on the other day while we were driving, and I looked at B, and I said, I turned this song on when I'm mad at you, and you never noticed, but really, it's my subtle way of telling you to put your fucking phone down, 
Um, <laughs> literally, the song is called Phone Down, by the way. Um, and I don't, like, I don't have that hatred towards him or anything, but ooh, sometimes when I get annoyed, I get a little passive-aggressive. Um, so I'll turn that song on. But, like, um, music is used for all of these things and communication and, 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 a lot of times it's the artist's way of healing, but some people don't often acknowledge like the importance of the impact that those those words and those melodies have on someone else in the way that it processes through their brain in order to fire the healing synapses to like take pain away. Um, and, I mean, there's thousands and, I mean, probably not thousands, but there's a lot of studies about how important music is for the brain, and, like, it's really important for babies in utero and all this stuff, but I don't feel like it's talked about that one lyric can literally save your life, um, and I've been to that point before where I was so far deep into a depression that um, I didn't really feel like listening to music. I and, I and I think for me, because music is so freeing and so healing and like my bodily, my body naturally just processes um, emotions through like melodies and things like that. Um, that it was really hard for me to listen to music because the depression monster <laughs> knew that by listening to music it would heal me in even the littlest ways so far that I couldn't go down the rabbit hole of suicide and, and the hatred for myself and um, things of that nature. So I think that I just stopped and like I would avoid music altogether because I think subconsciously I knew that if I listened to music it would heal me in a way that I wasn't really ready for and I and I didn't want to feel yet. So um but there is a point where um I was in Colorado with my best friend and I was, like, highly contemplating taking a bottle of Tylenol. Now, in real life, I don't know if that will actually do anything, but I was so far deep and so gone that I didn't care. I just didn't want to be alive. And um, ultimately, it took me listening to some stupid jingle on the television Um that brought me back from the brink, and then, um, like, thank the gods that she knocked on my door, like, five minutes later, and, and, I mean, things were not great for her, and things were not great for me, but, um, in that process, like, I at least got brought back enough to, like, not actually take those pills, um, so that was an important step for me, but, um, yeah, today's kind of short. I just wanted to share with everyone that um, I had that moment and I feel really good. And, um, but yeah, so, um, and now that I've had that moment, like, I'm just thinking over the songs on my playlist and how, like, 
a lot of them have yeah some of them are fun and just silly songs but a lot of them have like a very important meaning to me and um like a pretty pivotal moment in my life that it stands for or that I use to communicate or that um I use to feel specific feelings so um that I can process certain stuff um and like and again a lot of my music too on there is like to feel powerful um so I think just feeling those emotions and feeling those like abilities per se um is super important to forcing your body to go um on different path than what your um anxieties or what your depression or what PTSD is trying to do because personally I do feel like they're they're monsters that you have to overcome and that you have to beat and it kind of turns into a video game in your brain again that's another (laughs) whole other thing um but yeah it kind of just turns into this battle um and I always talk about like how the meme of Spongebob um where in his head it's a bunch of filing cabinets and they're on fire and I always like joke like that's my brain 99% of the time um but when I listen to certain music and when I um am processing via music that can calm down and the flames go away and I can process and I can be free and I can be um essentially whole again because the whole premise of that episode of Spongebob I haven't actually seen the full episode I don't think um but is like he has this filing system in his head and and things are organized and and they're in the place where they need to be but all of a sudden a switch flips and everything's on fire and it takes a lot for him to get back to um where um things are organized and on track and and in their place again And, and 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 for me that's really important because Again, my brain is 99% of the time everywhere and it's really hard for me to focus on certain things sometimes. So when I when I listen to music and I have moments like that of of clarity and of peace, it's really important to to feel that and to and to process that and and to to give thanks to um those people who created um those words and melodies. Um, so that my mind and my body and my soul can process and heal. Um, and I truly hope that those people know that that's what they're doing for people. Um, and like, again, like Dax right now, um, I'm really on his music. It's, it's, it's kind of been super important listening to his music the last, um, couple weeks. Like, his song, Dear Alcohol, like has been really important for me too but just listening to his lyrics and and feeling the emotion that that he puts into it and and other artists too but um I'm on this rap kick so um it's a lot of pain and 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 processing and um like ache 
And I think being able to sympathize and empathize with that and processing via the music and via the song with those people is 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 really cool experience and is really important and um now again i don't think this is this is perfect for everybody and i don't think that this is the 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 cure for everybody but i do think like for me music is very very important because it's how i communicate it's how i process it's how I work through things and it's the same with writing like um, and talking so in like storytelling and talking so I think once you find those couple of niches that um or coping mechanisms um that's it's really important to use them and to acknowledge them and I think for the longest time like I don't know why I didn't realize exactly how healing music truly is for me um or that I use it to communicate in this way that helps me to process through all my trauma um, and and support my feelings. But um, <laughs> until today, and, and honestly, like, I think that moment in giving me the, the ability to forgive myself um, is honestly probably the most healing thing in the world because I've been able to forgive all these people and all of these pains and heartaches and all of this stuff but I've never been able to forgive myself before and I always hold myself to the standard of well if I wouldn't have done this then this would not have happened or well if I wouldn't have done this that person couldn't have done that um, and it was always really, really hard for me to be able to not put myself at fault for everything. Um, so hearing that song was really, really important to me. And being able to get to that point was really important for me. So, <laughs> again, <laughs> I think we've all been to this point. Um, or at least a lot of people have been to the point where... A song hits and the lyrics hit you in instant tears or instant smiles and the pain or the or the clarity that music can bring you um, or lyrics or melodies can bring you is so important in mental health or at least for some people's mental health and I think acknowledging these coping mechanisms and acknowledging that power is really super important so um like I said this is a super short one I just wanted to share with you guys my experience and that um I found a little bit of peace today and I'm and I found the ability to forgive myself a little bit more today so it was a win um I felt like, the last several days have been kind of a losing battle, and, uh, I really needed a win, so, um, I appreciate that win, and I appreciate how healing music has been, and that I had the ability to 
heal and listen and get to the point that I'm at right now. So, um, that's all I have for this week. Um, next week topic, next week's topic, I plan on talking about exhaustion, but I've already talked about it once, I think, so I'll have to go back and look for sure, but, um, also, we'll see what this week brings, so, um, who knows what next week's topic will actually be, um, but again, uh, we'll see, so, hopefully you laughed, um, or hopefully you cried, but, uh, most of all, hopefully you too process some stuff and healed a little bit, um, thanks for joining the crazy and have a healing week. Bye guys.